Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will be unlocking the book Dark Money, the hidden history of the billionaires behind the rise of the radical right. In 2013, the American TV series House of Cards had its debut on Netflix and was well received by many viewers. The leading characters Frank and Claire are a powerful couple who made a formidable combination in the show. Frank was always moving towards the presidential office. He was surrounded by consortiums and lobbyists. They raised money for Frank and promoted him forward for their own benefit. His wife Claire unwilling to fall behind marched towards her role as senator. Her mother, a wealthy old woman received checks worth millions after she called her billionaire friends together for tea, which paved Claire's way to winning the election. House of Cards demonstrates the intimate relationship between money and power in an entertaining way. Dark Money, the hidden history of the billionaires behind the rise of the radical right portrays this intimacy through its thorough investigations. In this book, the author Jane Meyer exposes in detail the elite billionaires that are closely linked to American politics and the unknown dark side of American politics, some billionaires are buying political power in secret. These behind-the-scenes billionaires bypass public investigations, secretly influence Americans' decisions, and manipulate American politics through various foundations and anonymous political groups. Experts on the current trend of American politics point out that there are now three parties in America, the Republicans, the Democrats, and dark money. This refers to the Koch network formed by several billionaires around the Koch brothers, who are the owners of America's second biggest private enterprise Koch Industries. They have secretly formed another great strand of power through their enormous financial influence. Jane Meyer is an American investigative journalist and staff writer for The New Yorker. She has twice authored books which The New York Times listed as one of the 10 best books of the year. She specializes in investigative reporting on money, power, and politics, which has won her many awards. Among others, she was nominated for the Pulitzer Prize for feature writing twice. Because this book reveals the hidden story that the invisible rich want to keep secret, she has been subjected to various unknown attacks and smears against her reputation. But Jane Meyer fearlessly published her investigations to the public in accordance with her professional ethics as a journalist, giving us the book Dark Money. In this bookie, we will show you three different areas affected by the Koch Network's political demands. We will also learn how the invisible rich in order to satisfy their demands utilize dark money in pursuit of their goal. Part 1, The Radical Right Billionaire Centered Around the Koch Brothers Part 2, How Do the Plutocrats Centered Around the Koch Brothers Manipulate American Politics? Part 3, How the Rise of the Radical Right Influences American Politics and Society Let us begin with the first part the radical right billionaire centered around the Koch brothers. The major characters of this book are the billionaire families which surround Koch Industries and Koch brothers, Charles Koch and David Koch. These families include Richard Mellon Scaife, the successor of Mellon Bank and Gulf Oil, Harry Bradley and Lynn Bradley from the Midwest who built a fortune out of defense contracts, John M. Olin, a chemical and munitions tycoon, Colorado's brewing giant the Coors family and the DeVos family, 
founders of the sales empire Amway. In terms of politics, these people repeatedly challenged the consensus accepted by American society after World War II, that an active government is good for the public interest. On the contrary, they propose a limited government. They propose a reduction of personal and business taxes, a limit on government expenditures on welfare, and a decrease in the regulation of industries, especially those which affect the environment. They are considered to be the radical right. This may be confusing for those who are unfamiliar with American politics. What does the radical right mean? In America, the Democrats are considered the left while the Republicans are considered the right. Since Roosevelt's New Deal in the 30s, the Democrats have proposed that the government should interfere with the market economy and provide more social security and public services. The Republicans believe in allowing the market economy to be unrestrained and defend private properties, emphasize personal striving, propose limits to governmental power, and reduce governmental expenses and social welfare. There is also libertarianism, the political ideology advocated for by many of the major players in this book, which pushes for a more extreme view against government interference. Now that we understand the billionaire's political tendencies, let us move on to the life story of the most important characters, the Cook brothers. According to the records of the Koch family, their father Fred Koch was born in 1900. He was a smart man and invented a method to extract gasoline from crude oil when he was 27. But this method did not immediately make him rich, on the contrary, it brought a lawsuit against him. During the lawsuit, Fred found out that his rival was bribing the judge. This incident changed his opinion on justice, he believed that justice could be bought, and henceforth followed the personal philosophy that rules were made for dummies. Because of that lawsuit, Fred could not start his business in America. So, he decided to take this new method of extraction abroad and started doing business with the regime of Stalin and Hitler. In the early stages, these businesses were the main source of the Koch family's fortune. However, when he was working for the government of the Soviet Union, he hated the centralization and merciless regulation. Later, Stalin cruelly purged some of his Soviet friends, which made a deep impression on Fred. These experiences formed his political ideology against communism and government control. His sons later inherited this ideology from him. After Fred got married, he had four sons with his wife. The eldest was Freddie, the second was Charles, and last came the twins David and William. Due to the influence from his life abroad, Fred was very enthusiastic about the lifestyle and way of thinking in Germany, so he hired a private German teacher for his first two sons. This German teacher was a fanatical Nazi supporter and practiced an authoritarian education with the Koch brothers. She was so stern and arbitrary that even the boys' bathroom break time was fixed. If they did not obey, they would be forced to drink castor oil and perform an enema. Fred's own thoughts on education were more or less the same. In his family, his rules were absolute. When the children made a mistake, he would whip them with his belt or something worse. One family member remembers seeing Fred peel off a branch and whip the twins like dogs, because he was irritated by them damaging the garden on the stone patio. Furthermore, the competition between the brothers was always intense. When they were little, they would snatch each other's toys and fight with boxing gloves that were as big as their head. 
Charles II's son soon became the dominant leader. It was under this environment that Charles grew up with an extreme desire for control. Jane Meyer says, What if any effect this early experience with authority had on Charles is impossible to know, but it's interesting that his lifetime preoccupation would become crusading against authoritarianism while running a business, over which he exerted absolute control. Charles continued his extreme desire for control when it came to educating the next generation. His son Chase was once distracted during a tennis match, and Charles immediately told an employee to send Chase to the feedlot at a family farm. It was so hot and stinky in there that it was almost unbearable. The 13-year-old Chase was forced to work there every day for 12 hours for an entire week. The history and education of the Koch family seemed to make the Kochs of each generation want to control other people, while being free from control themselves. And this is probably one of the motivations behind their active interference in politics. Just like the Koch brothers, the billionaires surrounding them also have the desire to curb regulation and free themselves from control. Their childhood experience may be different from the Koch brothers, but they all hope to do whatever they want when implementing their personal will. Once, a food tycoon named Thomas Stewart in Koch's Industries who likes to travel by airplane flew into a rage when a pilot refused to obey his command, because it was against the law. Stewart even roared, I can do any fucking thing I want. These people not only want fewer constraints on their lifestyle, but also less regulation and control in their pursuit of money. Many contributors in the Koch network all share one thing in common, they are all owners of private businesses. They thus have more administrative freedom and limited public exposure, as they are exempt from the supervision of shareholders. However, this amount of freedom does not satisfy them. In their opinion, they are still under unnecessary regulation from the laws of the government. Many of their companies are facing legal issues. The Koch Industries for example has faced multiple charges of contributing to pollution. The well-known Amway has also faced legal problems in the states for making misleading promises to potential employees. Some people had purchased Amway's products in bulk, but found out that they could not sell them, and are thus forced to recruit more salesmen to pay off their debts. The gray area that Amway operates in increases their desire for political influence. They desperately want to clear away any obstacles in their path. Another important member of the Koch network Richard Mellonscape cares even more about the preservation of his own wealth. He is strongly against taxation of one's income and estate for fear of losing his wealth and inheritance due to paying taxes. These top billionaires represented by the Koch brothers share a common goal, that is to reduce government regulation, get rid of every obstacle blocking their path towards wealth, and preserve their wealth as much as possible. And Charles Koch is the most radical one among them. In his own words, Charles Koch's goal is to tear the government out. And that concludes the first part of our bookie. In this part, we learned about the core members of the Koch network. They are wealthy, but their desires can never be fulfilled. They want to expand their wealth by operating under fewer restraints, they also want their descendants to inherit their wealth without any deductions. These appeals can only be actualized through the control of political power. Politically, they propose libertarianism. The most radical among them Charles Koch even made it no secret that his political goal was to tear the government out. 
Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.